Welcome to Follow, a Latter-day Saint scripture poetry podcast. My name is Mary Jane Rice. Thank you for joining me today. We take a break this week from the regular readings to celebrate Easter. The poem I'm sharing today was inspired by the story of Mary encountering the resurrected Savior outside the tomb, as recorded in John chapter 20, verses 11 through 16. If you'd like to read along, you can find this poem on my website at maryjanerice.com. Let's begin. At the Tomb The angel was like lightning, sudden, unexpected, brilliant, electrifying, gone before I comprehended him. Despite his earth-shaking message and newly donned sinews that first resurrection morning, it wasn't him I came to see. I turned instead to the garden and found a caretaker waiting, ready to bridge death's rift with a single word addressed to me, Mary. This poem is written from the perspective of Mary as she first encounters an angel outside of Jesus's tomb and then encounters Jesus himself. I have often wondered what an angel would look like. They usually introduce themselves by first saying, fear not, so they must be pretty alarming. I also thought maybe this angel was recently resurrected himself. To explain for listeners who might not understand Latter-day Saint um, beliefs, one of the things we believe is that angels are not a different species from human beings. Rather, they are messengers of God who are either resurrected persons or spirits of people who don't yet have physical body. We believe that Jesus was the first person to ever be resurrected to a perfected eternal body and that when he rose, he opened the door for other spirits to also be resurrected. John chapter 20 gives the same essential details of the other gospels, but in a different order. For example, it doesn't mention the angels or Christ's appearance until after the disciples came to see the empty tomb. Why is John's account so different? Is it because John knew better being a witness to it all? Sometimes it seems like he doesn't care if he changes the order of certain events to suit the narrative so long as the events are all recounted. But in this version, Mary sees Jesus after the disciples come to check on the tomb because of the women's reports. Then they leave so Mary is alone. Um, this makes more sense to me time-wise and explains how she was the only one to see him and not the other women with her. But that perhaps is my misunderstanding of the situation or there's something else going on here. She asks the angels where they have put Jesus's body and she doesn't seem to recognize them or Jesus initially. This could be because she was just so upset, stress and things like that can cause us to be less perceptive, but maybe it also suggests that they didn't appear to her in a bright, glorious form after all, and my version of the angel isn't accurate. One of the things that I admire about the Catholic and Orthodox Christian churches is their celebration of the week before Easter or Holy Week. They have a lot of rich traditions that reinforce the importance and sacredness of the holiday. 
And even though we don't do this kind of thing with our church as a whole, I have in the past tried to do different things, adapting some of their traditions or creating my own with my family. Um, We have marked in the past, marked each day of the last week of Jesus's earthly life by reading the events of that day in the scriptures. And I have also cooked a special dish for each of those days, including hearts of palm dip for Palm Sunday, hot cross buns, egg dishes, and um, you can look online for a recipe for resurrection rolls to to use as an edible learning reinforcement for the resurrection. My childhood memories of Easter are kind of spare and plain because we as a family did not do very much. Um, I understand my parents' desire not to make it uh, the sort of holiday that's all about candy and presents and things like Christmas is they wanted to keep it holy but it seems like it was difficult for that to take hold spiritually without some physical symbols and participation for me to latch on to and I wanted to make Easter at least as important in my children's minds as Christmas so I I tried to do some new things. I've been trying to think creatively about it myself, but I still have room to grow. Now I'll share a little poetry and an analysis where I think this particular poem falls short. Uh, One of the nice things about writing a poem every week is that it forced me to quickly get my thoughts on paper and not obsess too much about the structure or details. I had to move on to the next thing and then the next thing and then the next thing and kind of let it go and let it be. One of the problems with that was that sometimes I didn't later return to the poem and do the hard work of cleaning up the structure and the details. Uh, When I properly edit a poem, I try to pick strong nouns and verbs to deliver meaning without me having to load up on descriptive adverbs and adjectives. The reason for this is that it helps keep the poem lean and easy to read uh, while not sacrificing nuance or meaning. While this poem isn't very long, it is full of adjectives and adverbs. And while most of the verbs I used are, they're just different forms of to be. Um, If I hadn't been in such a rush to publish this first book of scripture poetry, I might have taken more time to strengthen the bones of this particular poem. Um, If you want a good poetry writing exercise, you can take a look at the text See if you have better verbs that you would have used instead of the ones I chose. Or you could write your own poem about Mary meeting Jesus at the tomb and remember to focus on using strong nouns and verbs as much as you can. Now I'll read the poem for you again. At the Tomb The angel was like lightning, sudden, unexpected, brilliant, electrifying gone before I comprehended him. Despite his earth-shaking message and newly donned sinews that first resurrection morning, it wasn't him I came to see. I turned instead to the garden and found a caretaker waiting, ready to bridge death's rift with a single word addressed to me. Mary. That's all for today. You can find more of my poetry at facebook.com slash Latter-day Saint Poetry or visit maryjanerice.com. That's M-E-R-R-I-J-A-N-E rice.com. 
My contact information is in the show notes. Thank you for listening. May your time spent in the scriptures this week be rewarding.